Chapter Four of the Just So Stories. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Tim Bulkley of BigBible.org. Just So Stories by Rudyard Kipling. How the Leopard Got His Spots. In the days when everybody started fair, best beloved. The leopard lived in a place called the high veld. Remember, it wasn't the low veld or the bush veld or the sour veld, but the exclusively bare, hot, shiny high veld, where there was sand and sandy-coloured rock, and exclusively tufts of sandy, yellowish grass. The giraffe and the zebra and the eland and the kudu and the hearty beast lived there, and they were exclusively sandy, yellowish, brownish all over. But the leopard. He was the exclusivest, sandiest, yellowish, brownest of them all. A greyish, yellowish, catty shaped kind of beast. And he matched the exclusively yellowish, greyish, brownish colour of the high veld to one hair. This was very bad for the giraffe and the zebra and the rest of them. For he would lie down by a exclusively yellowish, greyish, brownish stone or clump of grass, and when the giraffe or the zebra or the eland or the kudu or the bushbuck or the bontibuck came by, he would surprise them out of their jumpsome lives. He would indeed. And also there was an Ethiopian with bows and arrows. A exclusively greyish, brownish, yellowish man he was then, who lived on the high veld with the leopard. And the two used to hunt together, the Ethiopian with his bows and arrows and the leopard exclusively with his teeth and claws till the giraffe and the eland and the kudu and the quagga and all the rest of them didn't know which way to jump best beloved they didn't indeed after a long time things lived for ever so long in those days they learnt to avoid anything that looked like a leopard or an ethiopian and bit by bit the giraffe began it because his legs were the longest they went away from the high veld they scuttled for days and days and days till they came to a great forest exclusively full of trees and bushes and stripy, speckly, patchy, blatchy shadows, and there they hid, and after another long time, what with standing half in the shade and half out of it, and what with the slithery, slidey shadows of the trees falling on them, the giraffe grew blotchy, and the zebra grew stripy, and the eland and the kudu grew darker, with little wavy grey lines on their backs like bark on a tree trunk, and so Though you could hear them and smell them, you could very seldom see them, and then only when you knew precisely where to look. They had a beautiful time in the exclusively speckly spickly shadows of the forest, while the leopard and the Ethiopian ran about over the exclusively greyish yellowish reddish high veld outside, wondering where all their breakfasts and their dinners and their teas had gone. At last they were so hungry that they ate rats and beetles and rock-rabbits, the leopard and the Ethiopian. And then they had the big tummy-ache, both together. And then they met Bavian, the dog-headed barking baboon, who is quite the wisest animal in all South Africa. Said leopard to Bavian, and it was a very hot day, Where has all the game gone? And Bavian winked. He knew. Said the Ethiopian to Bavian, can you tell me the precise habitat of the aboriginal fauna? That meant just the same thing, 
but the Ethiopian always used long words. He was a grown-up. And Bavian winked. He knew. Then said Bavian, The game has gone into other spots, and my advice to you, Leopard, is to go into other spots as soon as you can. And the Ethiopian said, That's all very fine, but I wish to know whither the aboriginal fauna has migrated. Then said Bavian, The aboriginal fauna has joined the aboriginal flora, because it was high time for a change, and my advice to you, Ethiopian, is to change as soon as you can. That puzzled the leopard and the Ethiopian, but they set off to look for the aboriginal flora, and presently, after ever so many days, they saw a great, high, tall forest, full of tree-trunks, all exclusively speckled and sprottled and spottled, dotted and dashed and slashed, and hatched and cross-hatched with shadows. Say that quickly aloud, and you'll see how very shadowy the forest must have been. "'What is this?' said the leopard. "'That is so exclusively dark, and yet so full of little pieces of light.' I don't know, said the Ethiopian, but it ought to be the aboriginal flora. I can smell giraffe, and I can hear giraffe, but I can't see giraffe. And that's curious, said the leopard. I suppose it's because we have just come in out of the sunshine. I can smell zebra, I can hear zebra, but I can't see zebra. Wait a bit, said the Ethiopian. It's a long time since we've hunted them. Perhaps we've forgotten what they were like. Fiddle said the leopard. I remember them perfectly on the high veldt, especially their marrow-bones. Giraffe is about seventeen feet high, of exclusively fulvous, golden-yellow from head to heel, and zebra is about four and a half feet high, of a exclusively grey fawn-colour from head to heel. Hmm, said the Ethiopian, looking into the speckly-spickly shadows of the aboriginal flora forest. Then they ought to show up in this dark place like ripe bananas in a smoke-house. But they didn't. The leopard and the Ethiopian hunted all day, and though they could smell them and hear them, they never saw one of them. For goodness sake, said leopard at tea time, let us wait till it gets dark. This daylight hunting is a perfect scandal. So they waited till dark. And then leopard heard something breathing sniffily in the starlight that fell all stripy through the branches and he jumped at the noise and it smelt like zebra and it felt like zebra and when he knocked it down it kicked like zebra but he couldn't see it so he said be quiet O oh, you person without any form i'm going to sit on your head till morning because there is something about you that i don't understand presently he heard a grunt and a crash and a scramble and the ethiopian called out I've caught a thing that I can't see. It smells like giraffe, and it kicks like giraffe, but it hasn't any form. Don't you trust it, said the leopard. Sit on its head till morning, same as me. They haven't any form, any of them. So they sat down on them, hard, till bright morning time, and then leopard said, What have you at your end of the table, brother? The Ethiopian scratched his head and said, it ought to be exclusively rich fulvous orange tawny from head to heel and it ought to be giraffe but it is covered all over with chestnut blotches what of your jaw end of the table brother and the leopard scratched his head and said it ought to be exclusively a delicate greyish fawn 
and it ought to be zebra but it is covered all over with black and purple stripes what in the world have you been doing to yourself zebra don't you know that if you were on the high veldt i could see you ten miles off and you haven't any form yes said the zebra but this isn't the high veldt can't you see i can now said the leopard but i couldn't all yesterday how is it done let us up said the zebra and we will show you they let the zebra and the giraffe get up and the zebra moved away to some little thorn bushes where the sunlight fell all stripy and the giraffe moved off to some tallish trees where the shadows fell all blotchy now watch said the zebra and the giraffe this is the way it's done one two three and where's your breakfast leopard stared and ethiopian stared but all they could see were stripy shadows and blotched shadows in the forest and never a sign of zebra and giraffe they had just walked off and hidden themselves in the shadowy forests hi hi said the ethiopian that's a trick worth learning take a lesson by it leopard you show up in this dark place like a bar of soap in a coal scuttle ho ho said the leopard would it surprise you very much to know that you show up in this dark place like a mustard plaster on a sack of coals well calling names won't catch dinner said the ethiopian the long and the little of it is that we don't match our backgrounds i'm going to take bavian's advice he told me i ought to change and as i've nothing to change except my skin i'm going to change that what to said the leopard tremendously excited to a nice working blackish-brownish colour with a little purple in it and touches of slaty blue that will be the very thing for hiding in hollows and behind trees so he changed his skin then and there and the leopard was more excited than ever he had never seen a man change his skin before but what about me he said when the ethiopian had worked his last little finger into his fine new black skin you take bavian's advice too he told you to go into spots and so i did said the leopard i went into other spots as fast as i could i went into this spot with you and a lot of good it has done me oh said the ethiopian bavian didn't mean spots in south africa he meant spots on your skin what's the use of that said the leopard think of giraffe said the ethiopian or if you prefer stripes think of zebra they find their spots and stripes give them per feet satisfaction um said the leopard i wouldn't look like zebra not for ever so well make up your mind said the ethiopian because i'd hate to go hunting without you but i must if you insist on looking like a sunflower against a tarred fence i'll take spots then said leopard but don't make em too vulgar big i wouldn't look like giraffe not for ever so i'll make em with the tips of my fingers said the ethiopian there's plenty of black left on my skin still stand over then the ethiopian put his five fingers close together there was plenty of black left on his new skin still and he pressed them all over the leopard and wherever the five fingers touched they left five little black marks all close together you can see them on any leopard skin you like best beloved sometimes the fingers slipped and the marks got a little blurred but if you look closely at any leopard now you will see that there are always five spots of five fat black fingertips now you're a beauty said the ethiopian 
you can lie out on the bare ground and look like a heap of pebbles you can lie out on the naked rocks and look like a piece of pudding stone you can lie out on a leafy branch and look like sunshine sifting through the leaves and you can lie right across the centre of a path and look like nothing in particular think of that and purr but if i'm all this said the leopard why didn't you go spotty too oh plain black's best for a nigger said the ethiopian now come along and we'll see if we can't get even with mr one two three where's your breakfast so they went away and lived happily ever afterward best beloved that is all oh, now and then you'll hear grown-ups say can the ethiopian change his skin or the leopard his spots i don't think even grown-ups would keep on saying such a silly thing if the leopard and the ethiopian hadn't done it once do you but they will never do it again best beloved they are quite contented as they are i am the most wise bavian saying in the most wise tones let us melt into the landscape just us two by our loans people can come in a carriage calling but mummy is there yes i can go if you take me nurse says she don't care let's go up to the pigsties and sit on the farmyard rails let's say things to the bunnies and watch em skitter their tails let's oh anything daddy so long as it's you and me and going truly exploring and not being in till tea here's your boots i've brought em and here's your cap and stick and here's your pipe and tobacco oh come along out of it quick descriptions of the pictures by the author one this is wise bavian the dog-headed baboon who is quite the wisest animal in all south africa i have drawn him from a statue that i made up out of my own head i have written his name on his belt and on his shoulder and on the thing he is sitting on i have written it in what is not called coptic and hieroglyphic and cuneiformic and bengalic and burmic and hebric all because he is so wise he is not beautiful but he is very wise and i should like to paint him with paint-box colours but i'm not allowed the umbrellaish thing about his head is his conventional mane two this is the picture of the leopard and the ethiopian after they had taken wise bavian's advice and the leopard had gone into other spots and the ethiopian had changed his skin the ethiopian was really a negro so his name was sambo the leopard was called spots and he has been called spots ever since they are out hunting in the spickly speckly forest and they are looking for mr one two three where's your breakfast if you look a little you will see mr one two three not far away the ethiopian has hidden behind a splotchy blotchy tree because it matches his skin and the leopard is lying beside a spickly speckly bank of stones because it matches his spots mr one two three where's your breakfast is standing up eating leaves from a tall tree this is really a puzzle picture like find the cat end of how the leopard got his spots recording by tim bulkley of bigbible.org